ladies and gentlemen people uh, it's 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 weird not being live but nonetheless this is be real excel as king should the the breaks radio it's your boy ceo hayes with my brothers in the building ralph what's going on hey man we back man we actually yeah, we survived <laughs> johnny what's going on brother we back man um it's good to be back recording um we here man Absolutely, absolutely. Y'all have had a longer break than I did because, like, y'all, y'all didn't even have to do oversaturated the week after the live show. So, yeah, no, we needed, <laughs> we needed, right, right. We needed to decompress. We needed that. We needed that, man, just to decompress. But the live show was such an experience, man. We just have to say that. Well, first of all, salute to you two guys. You know, salute to y'all, man. Like, uh, we we couldn't have done it without each other. But salute to y'all and salute to everybody that came out, man. It was such a great time. Definitely. Shame man. on y'all if y'all went there. That's all I got, man. Facts, man. We had people from Virginia, people from Baltimore, people from New Jersey, people from Chicago. Like we had a lot of people come up from out of town to see us. Yeah. Like that shit is is crazy. And then the hometown yeah. love was even better. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like it, yeah. So it was a nice crowd. Like you know, for that to be the first one, you know, it was definitely uh, a blessing and a testament to what we can do. Right. Absolutely. I'm still in awe, man. I'm still in awe of just the whole experience. It was great. And then coming off the live show, we're getting invited to events to do live podcasts. Like, this is just, it's all happening. Like, I I mean, do we want to start the show? Well, we'll wait to announce it next week because we still got to talk amongst ourselves about the other piece of news. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll talk about that. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. But yeah, man, it's it's an exciting time around the breaks, man. Breaks media, we doing our thing, but we have to get back into this, man. We got to do our stuff. We're here to talk about goings on in the hip hop community, the world, music, whatever, man. But we got to start off with this wildness. So literally, I think this dropped maybe the day before the live show, or maybe like the day after. I can't remember. It was very close around the time of the live show. R. Kelly dropping. I admit, fellas, nineteen minutes. A little over 19 minutes of a song, man. Um, and what, I, what I'll say about it is is for a song called I Admit and being as long as, as it did, he really didn't admit shit. He did admit to not being able to read. Like, that shit surprised the fuck out of me. <laughs> but, <laughs> Rob, I'm going to come to you first on this one, man. What do you, what were your thoughts, your reactions to R. Kelly, I Admit? Okay, I got a lot. I got a lot going on with that song. Like, for one, it is, nine, well, you know, obviously it's 19 minutes. I did listen to the whole song. I'm not going to hold you. I made it to like 12 minutes and I was like, I'm done with this nigga. Like, I'm done listening to him contradict himself and just go over stuff. Now, what was interesting in the time that I listened to, uh, he said that, you know, not even about the illiteracy thing. I can I can believe that. But the fact that he's broke that further lets me know a little something. I was like, so of all this time of you being this music industry titan, you never really owned your music. That's definitely a problem like r kelly i think has a valuable catalog a very valuable catalog one of the best in r&b period regardless of how you feel about him as a person and let's be completely honest the song isn't bad (laughs) the song song isn't bad like it's not a bad song it's just he's not singing he's like doing the beyonce rap thing the whole the whole time but but r kelly's been doing that for a while if you listen to his last few songs and projects a lot of that shit is the same. He's been, he been doing he's been trying to do the young boy shit since like 2008. Goodness gracious. Listen, man, I didn't even listen to the song. Um and it's interesting. 
it's interesting that <laughs> he mentioned in what well, you just said, Ralph. He mentioned in the song that he's broke. I guess that's why he's on tour now. He he'll actually be in St. Louis soon. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, I, I can't believe that. But I I think I heard a snippet of it and it sounded like he he's admitting that, hence the name of the song, he's admitting that he does mess around with young young girls. Like if you don't need you you need no more evidence of this man. You have verbally what this man is doing. So why is he still even out here in the public like this? Well, the, the problem with R. Kelly is he's he's not silent about his fuck shit. He keeps throwing it up in people's faces. That what irritates everybody does more. He can still be out here doing shows and shit if he wasn't doing fuck shit, honestly. And, well, I mean, and he did say in the song that that's why he stays on tour because he's broke, which in and of itself is kind of like, like, come on now. How many R. Kelly, like, generational, like, R. People not too much, too much younger than us were made to R. Kelly music. Like that's how long this man's been making music, and mm-hmm. you're broke, like broke, broke. And not to mention, like we he wrote songs and produced for other people. Like, are I'm you saying. really broke? Like, but see, rich people broke is different from our, from our broke. Like when rich people say they broke, it's like I'm broke. Like all I can do, like I I can just go buy a forty thousand dollar car, like right off off for, <laughs> yeah, for yeah. with cash. Like I I can't get the Ferrari. I got I got to ride in this Chrysler three hundred. Like that's that's yeah. rich people broke. So that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> but so I mean, okay. So we went. He he did admit to like it. The age doesn't matter. He admitted to being broke. He admitted to not being able to read. But all of this is kind of like to garner some sympathy um i guess for being broken the fact is i do feel for someone who's who's contributed as much to the music industry as r kelly has like i'm, I'm separating the person I'm, I'm just talking about the artist right now um and and to be broke to be in a position where you have to stay on tour um to not own any of your own music like that's that was the most mind-boggling thing to me because nowadays like artists own their music like more more right. artists do not own their music um for what it's worth and it's like that just really signifies how much the the music industry has changed because like i mean we all know what happened to tlc they went right double platinum and didn't see much off that album at all like so it just it's saddening man but at the same time but because like ralph said he's so he flaunts his fuck shit so much i really don't care like (laughs) there's no level of sympathy for this nigga not at all like you, it's like all that stuff, and then if you ever listen to the song Johnny, he's really talking cash shit. Like, despite you know, oh whoa, it's me. Oh, I'm broke. Oh, I gotta be on tour. Oh, I don't own my masters. He's talking about fucking young girls, but he's just dressing it up real, real nice. That's crazy. It's no way to. Isn't you can't dress pedophilia up, but he's. But he's, tell, he's, he's he's blaming the parents for bringing the exactly to his counselors. He's like, don't get mad when you dangle the girl in front of me, nigga. Like, I think that's where I had enough. Like, I think that's where I cut it off. I'm like, oh, you wild now. And he basically basically admitted to the sex. Like, this is the thing: is he admitted stuff, but you have to read between the lines for a song that's called "I Admit." I want you to just come out and say it. Like him saying, "I got a few girlfriends." Like, just admit that you got a cult. He can't. (laughs) Not for the sex shit. Like, he can't go to jail for that. Yeah, I'm yeah. really like I'm really in shock right now. Like I can't believe that this man literally s- sat here on this track and said all of these things. Like 
and Ralph, did he low key? Did he low key try to say that, that was Aaron Hall on the sex tape? Like, was he? Did he low key try to throw shade? At- <laughs> he, bro, like he really said, like I can't speak on it. My lawyer said I can't talk about it in the song. Like, <laughs> bro, like it's it's sad, funny, and horrible at all at the same time. It's bad, man. It's but it's really sounds bad. good though. He admitted to messing with these young women to melodies. Like he sang this shit. Like that's crazy. Hey, it's, it's 2018. It's definitely time to get R. Kelly the fuck up out of here now. Like, like what what else do you need? Like, what else needs to be done or said to get R. Kelly out of here? Cause like this is this is crazy. For 19 minutes. At this point now, I don't even feel bad if they pull his songs off all the streaming. He don't own the shit no way. Like, take it down. Like, let, 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 them, <laughs> let, let them get all the money off of him. Like, because he's not getting it. Like, oh, man. Yeah, man, I got, I got nothing. All right, man. Let's put a fork in this. And let's move on to the next. And I've been waiting to talk to you guys, but I, I purposely did not mention this on the Awakening Soul either because I wanted to talk to my brothers about this. We've been chronicling the the journey of Takashi Six Nine. Like basically, if you really look at it, we re- even though none of us listen to his music, we have talked about Takashi Six Nine on more episodes than we have not talked about Takashi Six Nine in some shape, form, or fashion. Mm-hmm. His shit finally caught up with him. It's been a couple of weeks, uh, so. It, and it's weird because the reports come out that he said that he got pistol whipped by some people. The cops came out and said they don't think that that's what happened. Either way, somebody finally put hands on Takashi Six Nine. Um, and then we also got, got to talk about him and him and Trey Songs with these no shirts on trying to sing. But nonetheless, Johnny, man, Takashi, somebody finally catching up with Takashi, man. Is this is this, this is this? I feel like this just opens the floodgates because it, this is just now people know they can test him. Like people are gonna keep smacking him around now. No. I heard something interesting about this today, right? I heard that him getting beat up, pistol whipped, whatever, was fake, only so he can start having security around him. Like, that was an excuse for him to start having security around him. Now, I don't know how true that is. That's just something I heard. But it will make sense because because of all the trolling he has done in the past, it's probably getting real serious for him now. And he always claimed, like, Oh, I'm in everybody's city. I don't need security because if you go back and look at the videos that he has put out in the past, he never had security with him. So now I feel like he's getting a little a little spooked because people are starting to press him for real. So he needed to do something to have to, so he could start having security around him. But if he did get pistol with for real, it was coming to him. Like we we've been saying that this whole time. We've been trying to guess how soon it was gonna happen, and it happened. <laughs> So I ain't got no sympathy for him, honestly. And I'm, and I'm gonna read the before you comment. I'm gonna read the two different stories that Takashi gave the cops. So the first story was that at 4:25 a.m., uh, he was a passenger in a Chevy Tahoe, sitting at a red light when a car bumped him from behind. Two men with guns jumped out, stole the driver's iPhone, then grabbed Takashi six nine and dragged him in the car and sped away. So th- this report says that he was kidnapped. So the second story is that law enforcement says that Takashi, uh, they drove to Takashi 69's home. Uh, he called someone inside to come bring out his jury and then told cops he managed to escape and then reported the, the incidents to, 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 to the cops. 
So these are wildly different stories. My thing is, if somebody pistol whips you, you're not escaping. And then they show the picture of him all on the on the hospital bed. Ralph, what do you make of all this, brother? I think it's another troll. Personally, <laughs> I don't think I don't think he ever got touched. Honestly, um, I think Takashi Six Nine is an internet. I mean, not an internet, but an industry plant. Like, he, damn. <laughs> like, I really think it is. Like, honestly, like, and I'll be completely honest with y'all. And I'm saying this on air. I've listened to a few of his songs. They're not bad. Like, he just needs this to sell music, honestly. Like, the songs aren't horrible. I've heard horrible rap before. I don't know what this is, but it's not horrible. Like, that's, I mean, that's that's my t- interpretation of it. But it's clear, like, if somebody pistol whipped Takashi, there would be photographic evidence. Like, there would be a video of this. Like, you do not let an internet troll get beat up and not put it on the internet. That, that doesn't happen. True. Like, he lives and breathes trolling on the internet. Like, that shit would have had... Like, even that little fake fight he had at LAX. You remember that shit? Y'all remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That was on video. Even if it was real or not. So you telling me niggas pistol whip him and didn't have it on no basket, didn't know one to record it? Like, I... If it was... I can't... I'm not incriminating. Right? You know, but that's all I got. (laughs) That makes sense. If because if he really did get pistol well, wouldn't we have seen like were there images of like him bleeding or something or like having a really big knot on his head or something like that? Like I don't that, remember seeing none that of it. Picture like now I've looked at it. Now I may have I haven't. Pro- I probably only looked at it twice. But the time I looked at it, I thought it felt like he was just in a regular room and not a hospital. <laughs> I'm looking at <laughs> like the picture right now. On, so I'm looking at the picture on. right now. It it. Damn, Ralph. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, you can't play me, man. Like, it's just, like, it's like, okay, like, that's it? No, no. He is an industry plant, man. Like, the industry is making these little hybrid rappers, bro. And we just, we just accepting them. Sakashi is just the leader. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of lulls and, and lulls underneath him that are just coming. Well, damn. Um, yeah, the thing with, I don't know, man, you, you make a lot of sense with saying that he's an industry plant. Cause I, I can see that and there have been, there have been industry plants before. Um, damn, what was it? Alpha Mega was confirmed as an industry plant, but we ain't going to, we, we, we won't touch on that for right now. Um, man, I, I, I don't, it, it it's time to get Takashi the fuck up out of here, man. I, I just that's all I can really say, man. Like but, and the thing the thing the thing with this is too is that um the trolling becomes I at the end of the day, I could even deal with trolling to a lesser extent. He does do too much, but I can deal with trolling to a lesser extent. If the music like when's the last time Takashi put out new music? Where is the music? The, like oh like a like a, a actual project? Yes. Oh no, I don't mean. I can t- tell you that I haven't listened to a Takashi project. All I know is like the 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 Billy joint, and then the one he just put out with Nicki, which I think is cool. Yeah, but, the one with Nicki's alright. Yeah, I, I can. I, it's not trash. Like I'm saying, like those are okay songs, but he doesn't need. I feel like it's a, a level of something there that he doesn't need to do any of this shit. So and the, okay, the, so the last question with this is: He is added to the tour with Nick with Nicki Minaj and Future. Is this all publicity for the tour? Got, uh, maybe it gotta be. Get more people to come out, I guess. I, and then and then now, as much of a diva as Nicki is, do you think she would really have Takashi around her if that was the the case? 
Right. And think like, about the think about you the crowd. Somebody clapping that shit up? No. <laughs> Nobody finna clap that up. <laughs> Not on Nicki Minaj concert. That's gonna be a weird ass crowd. Yes, it is. That's just a weird ass collection of artists. Nicki, yeah. Nicki Minaj and Future are already gonna attract some just weird ass people. But you adding Takashi to that now too? Like Man, well, we know who ain't going. I ain't going. So <laughs> Oh, I ain't going to that shit either. <laughs> um <laughs> all right, moving on. <laughs> Speaking of Nicki Minaj, man, this this beef with Nicki Minaj and this For- Forbes writer Brian Rowley, uh, Rowley, however you pronounce it, I've read his article that he wrote. This is all facts. Like I don't, I don't understand what's the like him saying that uh, this this whole tour screams his de- desperation and uh, and the rollout of Queen is weak. Like I don't argue with any of this. Yep, none of the, it. The the album got pushed back because like a sample or something hasn't cleared or some shit. At least that's what that's what they said. They said a sample hasn't cleared. That's why it's getting pushed back. That's that. That's just a save face. Listen, and he, and in this article he mentions how how she needs a win and how he even goes on to say how her last singles have not done as well. Like he did his research. So for all this thing of categorizing this as hate, this just screams is a lot of facts to me. I, I mean, he does add some of his personal opinions, to Nikki, but. He's a writer. You want that. You want that's what I do on my podcast. You want the facts. You want to give your opinion and let people disseminate it how they want to. I don't see the problem with this. Ralph, I see you shaking your head, brother. What you, what you got to say? No, it's not that I disagree. It's just that clearly Nikki has pissed off the industry. Because nobody in the industry ever writes crazy about Nicki Minaj. <laughs> ever. This has been the first time in her what eight year career? Nine year career, something like that. Damn, that's it. That she it's that she like is really before. like that she has really received like harsh criticism from an industry writer at Forbes. Oh my god, like ain't no Forbes did music. Like ain't no they you know we're music critics over there. But it, it's it's wild and it's interesting because I mean, like you said, he did have more facts and opinions. Like he did throw his two cents in there. You can catch it here and there, but for the most part, he's talking numbers, billboard numbers that she's used to doing and then comparing her success to Cardi's success. You see Cardi's over here and she got two number ones off of this album. You haven't you haven't got nothing. And you putting out song after song got the song got the song got the song and nothing's hitting. And Cardi got another hit coming too because she ain't even released Bickenhead as a single yet. And that shit is going to tear the summer up. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm just saying, man, I've been I've been singing Cardi's praises all all, all summer. But uh John, Johnny, what do you think about all this, man? I mean, like y'all said, it's, it's really nothing but facts. And Nicki Minaj, for the past, I would say, maybe three months, well, ever since she like released the two singles in the same day, Chun-Li and whatever the other shit was, like she's been really contradicting herself. It's like one minute she's all for, you know, women coming together, women's rights, but then all of a sudden she's on um on a stage where her legs open laying on the laying on the ground it's like what like what are we doing here so i'm I'm really curious as to the direction of her album because is she trying to unify women like is she uplifting women or is she going back to the my ass is fed these bitches are my sons like what's really gonna happen what's really what's really gonna happen yeah i i mean i got i got i got nothing like I'm I'm not looking forward to Nicki album no damn way. So I mean, we were never going to look forward to the Nicki album, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it, no, but it, it all makes sense. And and yes, it's it's been going downhill. Um, and I think 
Maybe what opened her up to industry criticism is her attacking that writer in the DMs. I can't remember a couple months ago. Like Karen Sybil's site. Yeah. So, I mean, at that point, maybe it's like, you know what? Fuck her. Like, that's the thing. Nikki has had industry protection, like, for the longest time. And that's kind of like how we can, I won't, I'll, I'll just stay on Nikki. Nikki clearly benefits from industry protection. Like, people in the industry don't snitch on each other. They don't talk bad about each other until somebody fucks somebody up. And clearly, that's what's going on. Nikki has been doing a lot of stuff that we've been hearing about for through the rumor mill about doing fuck shit behind the scenes. And now it's catching up. Like, Nikki had the audacity to beef with Mariah Carey, my nigga. Like, <laughs> like over what? Over what? And Miley Cyrus. That, like, she. That was, that was during, like, the whole American Idol shit. But yeah. that was. But I mean, it was just like I get. I'm not being misogynist, but I just assume it was just women shit. But the thing is, like, you talking about a hundred million records in under you know ten years, and you have the audacity to feel like you can talk crazy to her. And I ain't the biggest Mariah fan, but you know you respect the God. You know you right, respect. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But Nikki been on that bullshit, so. <laughs> Oh so, man, it's, just see, it was see, almost time to get Nikki out of here. To be honest, and and I was just about to ask this. So okay, so we Nikki's been the it in 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 female hip hop rap artist, whatever you want to call it. Cardi's on the rise. We got someone as talented as Rhapsody who does not get nearly the acclaim that she should get based off her talent. Is this where we start seeing? Is it? And people compare Drake and Fifty, but when you look at the trajectory. This is kind of what happened with 50 around before I self-destruct. Is that people who wouldn't come out at 50, people who would spin 50's records, the DJ stopped fucking with 50. Is this where we start seeing the decline in Nicki Minaj and somebody else rise up? And if that's the case, who do we see as a female artist who's ready to step in that in that spot? I mean, don't y'all feel like that's already happened? I feel like Cardi has to give one more before we can say it. Like right now, it's it's lightning in a bottle right now because it's one project. We need to see how she rebounds with her second project before I'm ready to say it. You know, but what I, Brazy, I will give invasion. I'll take invasion of privacy over any Nicki Minaj project. Absolutely, Thank thanks. Because Nicki Nicki has never had a cohesive project from the first Pink Friday, Pink Print, the Pink Roman Reloaded, that whatever the fuck that shit was. Like none of that has ever been good. This is only her fourth album. At least Drake and his ghostwriters give us a project every year, nigga. Like, she, she, this is only the fourth album, and none of them have been good. And we're way more harsh on our, our male MCs. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I've been on record saying, like, hey, Meek, I need something from you, bro. Like, this album number four, I need something. Nikki, this is album number four. You have been active since 2000, and I want to say nine. It's 2018, and you haven't given me a formidable project. Yes, you've given me singles, but not an album. And it's it's not coming. It's not coming this time. If if though if the single she's put out or any indication of her upcoming album, the shit is going to be trash. We know oh, absolutely. This. So, so this is really this, no. Is, really is, no this, is this it for the rain and Nicki Minaj at the top? Pretty much, like it. Like, I don't want to hear that that relevancy bullshit anymore. Like, the songs just aren't good, no matter where they place on the charts. No matter what the, 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 if the project isn't cohesive, fuck that project. It's not good. If it ain't, yeah, if it's not good music, it's just not good music. You got to deal with it. Facts. That's it. All right. Well, let's move on, man. 
Uh, we mentioned her in the last segment with Cardi B. Cardi B pulling out of the tour with Bruno Mars. I got two questions coming to you on this one. The first one being, um, how do you guys feel about it? Do you feel like it's a huge missed opportunity because of the highlight of her album? And also, um, I mean, she's pulling out because of her daughter, which I feel like is respectable because there are a lot of people who would throw their kid off on a nanny and go on tour, <clears throat> Beyonce. But the fact that she's pulling out to, to be able to yeah. be with her child, man. Uh, John, come to you first on this one. Other than dying or a family member dying, this is like the only other reason that a person in Cardi B's position should pull out of this type of concert. Like this is this would have been a great opportunity for her, especially, you know, her debut album. That she was fire. But she just had her she just had her baby. You know, women need to recover after giving childbirth. They also need to be with their child, you know, bonding type stuff. Um, and I don't think a newborn child would be great being on the road. So I, I respect Cardi B for not, you know, not going on the tour. Yeah. Well, Cardi had to pull out of the concert because Offset did. Ain't that a bitch? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it, it's, it's interesting because, like, this was Cardi's, like, shining moment because that is a world tour. Mm-hmm. Like, they mm-hmm. were going around the globe with that shit. And, you know, that was what exposed Cardi to so much more. But, I mean... Family, family is above everything, right. and this is Cardi's this, her first child, and she named her Culture. I thought that was dope, but I wouldn't name my daughter Culture. But I, I, I think it's dope. Like you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> so it, it's like, damn, you know, maybe you catch it on the next go round. But Cardi is a bona fide star. This is not going to slow her down in any fashion or form, in my opinion. I just feel that this was a good opportunity. But hey, family, life happens. You'll rebound. She'll be fine. And I mean, it is a world tour, right? So the tour is going to be going on for a long time. Who's to say she doesn't like recover? Who's to say she doesn't recover while the tour is going on? And maybe she could be added to some tour dates. I mean, you never know. So I definitely think she's going to pop up on some random tour dates. Like, like you said, it's a world tour. I, I, I don't know how long it's supposed to be going on exactly, but. Um, it doesn't start till September, which is already gives a couple of months from the announcement for her to recover. So who's to say a month into the tour, a month and a half into the tour, she maybe doesn't get added or she's announced on maybe five legs of the tour or whatever. I mean, I definitely think that she's, she's going to get out there though at some point. And and she may even still make like the big, like once they, if they do the garden or something, like I I can see her showing up one night for the garden. It's Madison square garden. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we all we all respect for her her reason for pulling out. Hats off to her. It's a good one. So there's been some speculation on who's going to replace her on this. And these are the names that I've seen mentioned so far. If you guys heard any other ones, feel free to mention them. Tiana Taylor, which I don't I don't understand because her album was garbage. But nonetheless, um, she's going on tour with somebody else, though, right now. She's going on somebody else's tour starting in September, I believe. mm. I, I thought I heard that. Okay. She's been mentioned, um, from what I've read. Scissor's been mentioned as well. No. Uh, Chance the Rapper, which Hell we no. all said how we felt about Chance the Rapper. And Solange. Those are the names that I've seen so far mentioned as being a uh, possible replacement for. Uh, uh, how do you guys feel about, about those potential replacements? Oh, the faces. Honestly, I wish we were on video because those faces are priceless. <laughs> I was about to say, honestly, the only one that honestly fits, Chance, Chancellor. Like, I'll just put Chance on there. Just, just... Just put like that's all I got. Like chance will chance can already rock an arena, so that's not really you know up for debate to me. So putting him on stage with Bruno, that's a good opening act. He can do a few songs. Shit, it's lit. 
I would I would say Tiana because I'm I'm, I'm trying to think about the energy Bruno Mars is going to bring. Exactly. I feel which it. one of these which which one of these artists is best going to match that energy? I don't think SZA because she's going to come with her depressing boyfriend singing. Um, Solange kind of the same like she's real you know she's real mellow neo soulish i don't think mm-hmm. that would be a good fit for a bruno mars tour mm-hmm. um i'm not like i'm not that big of a chance fan so i wouldn't even know to be honest like i'm sure people would want to see him but i don't know how he would fit with bruno mars i would i would really i would say tiana taylor honestly she's high energy she's gonna dance her ass off bruno mars is gonna do the same thing like i was i was say tiana and I, I feel that, like, if if you, from an energy perspective, I absolutely can see Tiana uh, being a good opening act. Just don't pers- don't perform anything off KTSE. Like, just please, can we just can we just act like that did not happen? Is that is that possible for us to wipe that from history? No, no, no. 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 She, it she, she's going to have to, whenever she does go on tour or do any type of performance, she's going to have to perform work that pussy. She's going to like. I feel like that's why that song was made. That's a performance song. Like I'm sure she got a dope ass routine choreography to it. She's ha- she has to perform that song. Yeah, okay, that's that's kind of like that's just like uh, Nas. Like he admitted that he's not a, the biggest man of Nas ear. That's why he's coming out with another album. Exactly. So it's like, <laughs> was that a mixtape? Was that an EP? Now, like, <laughs> like it's just like. Are we just sitting on the whole seven track thing? As we we praised it for weeks. Like we I still I love the album still. No, so. I, t- I told y'all that album was trash. I lo- I still like the album. You well, didn't say trash. it was trash. Not trash, but, <laughs> not trash, but it wasn't that good. It wasn't that good. Are we excited for a second Nas album in 2018? What if he brings Puff Daddy back? Puff Daddy for every track. Nah, I'm, I might have something. All right, fellas, anything left to say? Any, it, well, any other suggestions not on that list of people you would like to see go on tour with uh, Bruno? I have one that's outside of the box, and I don't even know if he's capable of, of performing, but because he's trying to come back with a new album, I wouldn't mind seeing Lil Wayne added to a couple of, of dates on that tour. Oh yeah, I like that. I like that. Actually, I can see that. I mean, they do have well, they only got one song together, but it could work. I like. I I don't know. I don't. That was the first thing that came to my mind, man. I like that. That's interesting. It's like I was trying to think of a rapper, but the first, honestly, the first person that came to my mind, and this would make it like a mega tour. A mega tour, like it's already a big tour with just Bruno, but to make it like a mega tour. I would say Justin Timberlake, if you eliminate his most recent album. That's hits. I, yeah, but Justin would clearly be the headliner then, too. That's but, way and I, af- I don't know. After the whole Prince debacle, I don't know if, if, if our people <laughs> fucking with Justin too much right now. Nah, we ain't, we ain't fucking with JT right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, his show been quiet for him, too, ever since then. And this man dropped the whole album. Like, I, like, I ain't even thought about it till just now. It's the combination of the album not being that good and and Prince, man. Like like you disrespected Prince fans. Like Prince Prince the Prince has fanatics. He doesn't just have fans. Like there are people who will straight kill over Prince disrespect. Like yeah, facts. But if if Prince if Prince had a hive name, what would it be? 
Damn. Hmm. Uh, the blouses. The purple hive. <laughs> I like it. I'm rolling with that. I'm rolling with that. <laughs> hey, hey, fellas. Hey, I don't know if y'all like this kind of change the subject, but it's getting back into new music. It's been a lot that's come out, like like little stuff. If you're just really paying attention, you know, Davies dropped a project. Did y'all listen to it? Yes, Karma Two. Yeah, Karma Two. Like that's a mixtape, right? That's yeah. not an album. It can't be an album. I love it. I lo- you know what? It sounds trappy. Like it sounds like some trap shit. <laughs> like, like, the production <laughs> absolutely does, but like he, I don't know. Like I, I like the way he melded it. Like because. Mm-hmm. Dave East has never had bad beat selection on anything that I, I think his production has been pretty mm-hmm. solid throughout every every project that he's done. Um I I have problems with a lot of his courses. Um, but for some reason this I think this was I this may be his most cohesive project so That's far. That's it. That's it. It seems like he's finding himself now. Like he's he's catching it now. Like, or maybe I don't know if he's listening to podcasts like this or like hearing the criticisms of his songs because that's always been the thing. Like this man can rap. Like he's a rapping ass dude. But yeah, it just comes to like song structure and stuff like that. That's probably why his songs don't never necessarily chart. Cause he has he's on Def Jam. He's on a major. Right. Yeah. So I'm, look, I'm looking at the track list now. I see there's a lot of features. Like, does that water it down at all? Uh Nah, he always has a lot of features though. Clearly, I I haven't heard it, but nah, not at all. I'm gonna add it to my rotation though. And then YG actually getting ready to drop an album, which I'm actually looking forward to. I'm so hit and miss on on YG projects. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like I don't get excited for them, but honestly, Mm -hmm. if I look back, I've enjoyed more YG projects than I've disliked. I was about to say YG has a classic album. People don't talk about it enough. My crazy life is a classic album. It just came out. It came out the same year as Good Kid, Mad City. So niggas just be like, "Oh, Kendrick, Kendrick, Kendrick." Look, this is the thing. You got two stories about niggas from Compton. One is about a good kid that literally did not gang bang, but it told a story. My Crazy Life did the same thing, just told it from a different perspective. It had the same commercial songs. It had the same kind of storyline in the fucking album. People just really didn't gravitate towards it. But it's the same album to me, and I'm not too far fetched from saying that. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it for that now, for mm-hmm. from that perspective. And next episode, I'll, I'll come back to you on that hey, because we'll talk about it. Trust me, like I'm yeah. not jumping out the window. Like that was a good album. Shit, I need to listen to it too now. <laughs> My <laughs> life was a fire ass album. It just came out same years. Like you, you do the same shit in the same year as somebody else. They were like, oh, well, we gonna go with a different guy. Right. We gotta go with the banger, right? So, right. I can't be mad at you. Definitely has an album coming out. Um, who else? <laughs> Tiger got a song. <laughs> Nori dropped a new Tiger. album. People sleep on Tiger though. Tiger can rap. Like Tiger can really rap. <laughs> but he doesn't. He can, but he doesn't. Yeah. He's just mad corny. I think it's just like it's hard to get behind the corny guy. Like it's uh, it's like he I mean he got a song with offset right now that's like some hella West Coast shit. Like some hella, like it's really Whatever you sound like over there. Like, it sounds good, though. But it's Tiger. That's just how that works, man. Crazy. And Whew. y'all got to listen to Denzel Curry. Y'all just going through all my music yes. that I've been listening to. Yes. Denzel Curry's the album Denzel Curry. is really good. Johnny, you got to listen I'm, to it, man. Yeah, I'm hella, I'm so behind on all this shit. Like, just yeah. go to your, just go to your, your first page on Apple Music, bro. It'd be right there. <laughs> 
<laughs> like I don't go looking for this stuff. It be in my face. I just like, all right, let me go listen. Yeah, pay for the subscription. Might as well use it, right? Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing surprised me more than the Silk the Shocker album. Like I know we talked about the live <laughs> show, man, but I'm, I'm being serious. We talked about it on the platform. Silk the Shocker has a good album. Like, <laughs> and the man has bars for 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 me because I always talk about him rapping off beat. Like he he got he had bars. Like, <laughs> I listen. Ever since we started podcasting, I've been telling people they was listening wrong. I told I I've been telling people that he'll lay his verse and then he'll lay the verse over the verse just slightly off that. Like I've been telling people they've been listening wrong, but they don't want to hear me though. Got to hear it from the horse's mouth, I guess. Yeah, we, but <laughs> we didn't expect a Silk the Shocker album. No, in 2018, no, though, nobody, and, nobody. and people have been trying to clown it. They was like, oh, no, I ain't gonna listen. No, listen, like, go, you you give all these other little niggas the chance, like, go listen to a Silk the Shocker album. <laughs> like, and listen to, the, listen to the OG. Like, listen to him, man. They were like, and that's the problem with hip-hop. You know how we are, man, ageism. Like, we don't, like, you know how skeptical I was about listening to a Freeway album, and that shit was arguably one of the better albums of this year? Facts. Like arguably one of the better albums. I'm not gonna lie, because when you told me when you texted that to me or in a group chat, I can't remember which one you said it, I was looking at it like Ralph is sleepy. Like he ain't been getting much sleep. <laughs> but <laughs> no, nah, it was dope. Freeway. Like freeway. Philly <sighs> freeway. Like uh, uh. Shout out to the Buffet Boys, by the way, who who actually interviewed Freeway Ricky Ross on their podcast. Oh my God. Listen. That's major. That is That's major. Huge. That is huge. Man. Bros. Yeah. Yo. Facts. All right. We got to end the show, man. We're going to end it on something fun, man. Because this is what everyone's talking about. Kendrick Lamar made his acting debut on Power as a crackhead named Laces. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess I'll take it first. Um. So to me, the acting on this season of Power has not been up to par. And seeing Kendrick act in this particular episode, he pretty much, in his acting, he outshined everybody in the episode. The scenes Kendrick was in felt like it was a completely different show, like, because he acted so well. And I don't know how, I've, I've never, I haven't come in contact with any crackheads in my life, at least I don't think. Are crackheads really that deep? Yeah, because he yes. was really spitting like he was come, really come, saying some shit. Coming from someone who who had an uncle on on that for almost a decade, he, he's off now. Thank God. Yes, they are very much that deep. Because he yeah. was really like very deep and very aware. Yeah, like for real. Like damn. Well, at the at the end, like you don't you don't have a lot of friends, do you? Like what? It, How do you know this? <laughs> it's 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 being like i guess it's that people like people watching like you all that's all you do and it's opening like an extra sense because of the drug i would assume right i'm assuming <laughs> but let's get let me get to the show like um i think like i agree with johnny and kind of like the 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 acting i think it's because the powers uh universe has expanded so much now and you like the ghost is not even the focus anymore nope. clearly everybody else kind of gets their their pull of the episode so it's a lot that goes on but i would definitely say that kendrick was a shining moment in this episode and this was I, it looked it feels like this is a chess move like he's on to something else like why would kendrick just want to play a crackhead on power this is the proof like this was his first action role this i think 
he did this so well, it's gonna definitely open the doors. Like the floodgates are about to open. We about to see Kendrick on a lot of shit. Uh, I, he killed this role. Uh, seeing Fifty sit on that bike cracked me the hell up. Like, yeah, it just, yeah. It, it now I gotta talk about it because Johnny mentioned it. I love Power. I love Amari, but his acting this season is terrible. <laughs> he is overacting every scene. As a matter of fact, the only scene where I've really, I've really felt. His acting was the scene with Tasha um, when he was drunk talking about some. Well, you should have did your speech. But everything he's done almost this whole season is almost being cringeworthy. And I, I'm sorry. Well, People this, kill me for this version of Ghost is different. So maybe that's why the acting is suffering. Because this Ghost is not really the Ghost that we've the calm, to, calculated. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, like he's very, very sloppy. Like it's very sloppy. And he's not handling his shit the <clears> way that we think that he should. Right. Because Ghost in season one through, well, at least one through three. Oh, ruthless. ruthless. Oh, yeah. And maybe maybe Ooh. they're setting it up for later in the season. Maybe it's going to pay off later in the season and he's going to snap out of it. And then they're doing this to kind of make make that even a more powerful transformation once he gets back to the ghost that we know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just I, I had to mention because it it's been bothering me all season about Paul. Or, OK, OK, think about it like this and tell me if I'm tripping. Right. What if. Omari's acting has been the same since season one, but the storyline season one, two, and three was just so good that we ignored the acting. That's very possible. That's possible because, like, I always make this comparison. Well, I don't know if Johnny has seen this movie, but I'm going to ask you, uh, CEO. Have you seen uh, Next Day Air? Absolutely, yeah. Same same, same character, right? Mm-hmm. And what do you think about that movie? Yeah, what was his name? Shabu or something on Sh- there? Shabu. Same exact character though. Yeah. Like same. That's that pretty much groomed him to be ghost. He just wears suits. That's all. <laughs> Have you guys seen Sorry to Bother You yet? No, I no, I man. They, it's out of theaters here, so I'm like, I, I gotta go find a theater to go see it at. But I want to go see it this weekend. Man, all right. Any any thoughts left on Kendrick, man? Before uh, before we go ahead and depart, I'm saying it right now. Kendrick is going to be on the Friday reboot. Just watch. Just, just. <laughs> <laughs> now salute the country man don't get them acting chops man get that hey there's a lot of there's a lot of money for uh rappers turn actors they will pay Kendrick. Backs. right right yeah we'll, we'll we'll look to see what he's in next <laughs> all right man that's been this episode of the breaks radio uh fellas tell the people where they can find you before we sign off uh i'm the mind of rap on instagram and twitter all right, I'm, I'm going to start plugging my IG now as soon as I pull it up. All right, so Instagram, listen up. I am JBS underscore ESL underscore AAMU. That's why I normally don't plug it because it's long as hell. And then on Twitter, I'm J-O-N, two underscores, and the letter B. Holla at me. Can I ask you something, Johnny? You are mm-hmm. now officially an entertainer. Can we get your I, Twitter and your IG to be I the same told thing? Him this. I'm oh, an entertainer. Oh, yes, you are. We are officially entertainers. Like, like, oh. like. Come on, man. You you got you gotta you gotta have some synergy, man. Make it all the same. I told him this. They t- I was like, hey, bro, you gotta jack this. You gotta get that on Instagram, bro. <laughs> when I listen, I've had my I have my Twitter since like '08. So when Instagram came, I tried to use the try to get the same name. It was already taken. <laughs> Just add another underscore somewhere on. At least it's close. Like you got a whole like. <laughs> All right, man. Look, God, if people want to follow me on IG, goddamn it, they'll follow. They'll find my name. 
It's my first. My yeah, man, they'll find me. <laughs> I, I might change it one day. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me. <laughs> you can follow me at CEO Hayes. It's at CEO H A I Z E. This has been the Burks Radio. You can uh, follow us as a collective at the Burks Radio on Twitter. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. The Breaks Media at gmail.com. We out. Yeah. I be that nigga named Luda. Alert, alert, it's the AT alien intruder. College Park water boy spitting the cooler. I damn to they death, they call me Slick Dick the Ruler. Women in need, keep your eyes closed. Bow blows, come on out them clothes, hoes. Low pros, low blows, watch out for the popo. And I chose to be that number one contender. Southern offender, fucking up your whole life. When I walk, you try to run. When I run, you try to hide. You skated the snap of my finger, call me Golden Glide. It's you and I, do or die, who am I? I got a pocket full of family stones, cats think I'm sly. Oh, why try? You one of them niggas that like the cheap death. And I'm one of them niggas that rip out excursions till it's no seats left. You shit out, we check. And far